Welcome back to Bible Plus. Today, we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. On this chapter, there's an insertion in the section while Paul is talking about food that has been sacrificed to idols. He hasn't been given a teaching on which foods to abstain from and whatnot, but he has been setting forth principles for the new believers to live by. Mainly, he's turning us away from vain knowledge, which tears down, and he's turning us to love, which builds up. We really see Paul as a spiritual father here. He's contending and he's fighting for his children in the Lord to be saved from all the pitfalls of the Christian life, that they could just grow in Christ, that they can obtain all that God has for them in Christ. That's it. He's not a teacher in this book. He's a begetting father, full of concern for his children. And we saw in 1 Corinthians 4.15, for though you have 10,000 guides in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Paul here is not giving mere teaching. He's dispensing Christ as life. In this chapter, while dealing with issues concerning food, he's put to the test by the young Corinthian believers, which he brought to the Lord. In verse three, he says, my defense to those who examine me is this. So he's actually being examined by his children and being forced to defend himself. It's kind of like children questioning their parents. Are you really our father? Why are you correcting us? These claims questioning Paul's authority as an apostle came from the foolishness of their worldly wisdom, their self-confidence, and their pride. Well, Paul responds in his own defense and not in the way we may think he might. He doesn't assert his authority, but rather he presents himself as a pattern of one not stumbling others, but seeking their building up. You'll see this in the first 15 verses, qualifications and rights Paul has as a genuine apostle. Let's look at verses four through six. He says, do we not have a right to eat and drink? Do we not have a right to take along a wife? Do we not have the right not to work? Well, actually, according to man, according to the law, and according to Jesus' own words, His workers and apostles do have these rights. Uh, Verse seven, this is according to man. What soldier ever serves by his own wages? Who plants a vineyard and does not partake of its fruit? Or who shepherds a flock and does not partake of the milk of the flock? And according to the law, he quotes Deuteronomy in verse nine. In the law of Moses, it is written, you shall not muzzle the ox while it is treading out the grain. So, Even the ox didn't have a cover on his face. So while he's serving and working, he could partake of the grain. And in verse 13, he says, uh, actually, even the priest partake of the portion at the altar while serving. And lastly, according to Jesus's own words, verse 14, Paul says, even the Lord directed those who announced the gospel to live from the gospel. And if you remember in, in Luke 10, 7, the Lord told the disciples, the worker is worthy of his wages. So amazingly, Paul possessed all these rights as a true and genuine apostle, but he didn't use these rights or insist on them. Not if it would stumble the believers rather than build them up. Remember, these were young believers and he was their father. Let's look at verse 12. He says, Yet we did not use this right, but we bear all things that we may not cause any hindrance to the gospel of Christ. And in verse 15, But I myself have not used any of these things, referring to these rights, and I have not written these things that it may 
be so with me, for it is good for me rather to die than no one shall make my boast void. Paul was willing to give his life for these young Corinthian believers. Amazing. Furthermore, in his defense, Paul presents himself, starting in verse 16, as a pattern of faithfulness. And not faithfulness just to redeem all these rights as an apostle. He's not coming in like that. But faithfulness to be a steward, someone who announces and ministers Christ for the building up. Let's look at uh, verse 16 and 17. For if I preach the gospel, I have no boast. For necessity is laid upon me. For woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. If I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a stewardship. So Paul's saying beyond his own will, beyond his own choice, whether he chooses to or not preach the gospel, he was called and he was entrusted with his stewardship beyond his own will. So whether he's supported or not, and in this letter, he's not even seeking the support, but he's seeking them. Whether they support him or not, he'll carry out his ministry to announce the gospel, even if he has to do jobs and work on the side, which he actually did. Verses 22 and 23, let's read those. To the weak I became weak, that I might gain the weak. To all men I become all things, that I might be all, by all means save some. And I do all things for the sake of the gospel, that I may become a fellow partaker of it. Incredible. When we're faithful in the gospel like this, we won't even care how others may respond or treat us for announcing Christ to them. Paul was like this, so faithful if you pick up the heart and spirit in these verses. Okay, and we're about to wrap up. So we really saw something awesome today. I think this last verse that I wanna end with will wrap up the sentiment of what we saw today in Paul's pattern uh, that we see here when, when he's put to the defense by his own children. And this is something he actually wrote to them in a later letter. I urge you to consider it today in light of this chapter. It's 2 Corinthians twelve nineteen. All this time you have been thinking that we are defending ourselves to you. Before God in Christ we speak, but all things, beloved, are for your building up. Thank you for tuning in to Bible Plus Podcast. We hope you have a great and grace-filled day. Thanks for listening.